Chapter 2 Discussing the Nature of Godliness Everyone that is godly. Psalm 32.6 It will first be asked, What is godliness? I answer in general that godliness is the sacred impression and workmanship of God in a person, whereby he is changed from being carnal to being made spiritual. When godliness is worked in a person, he does not receive a new soul, but he has another spirit. Numbers 14.24 The abilities are not new, but the qualities are. The strings are the same, but the tune is corrected. I will now give seven proverbs or premises concerning godliness. 1. Godliness is a real thing. It is not shadow, but substance. Godliness is not the feverish delusion of a sick brain. A Christian is no mere fanatic, one whose religion is all made up of illusion. Godliness has truth for its foundation. It is called the way of truth. Psalm 119.30 Godliness is a ray and beam that shines from God. If God is true, then godliness is true. 2. Godliness is an intrinsic thing. It lies primarily in the heart. Circumcision is that of the heart. Romans 2.29 The dew lies on the leaf but the sap is hidden in the root. The moralist's religion is all in the leaf. It consists only in externals. Godliness, though, is a holy sap that is rooted in the soul. In the hidden part, thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Psalm 51.6 The Chaldean translates it as, in the close place of the heart. 3. Godliness is a supernatural thing. By nature, we inherit nothing but evil. When we were in the flesh, the motions of sins, which were by the law, did work in our members. Romans 7.5 We drank in sin as naturally as our mother's milk. But godliness is the wisdom that is from above. James 3.17 It is breathed in from heaven. God must light up the lamp of grace in the heart. Weeds grow of themselves, but flowers are planted. Godliness is a celestial plant that comes from the new Jerusalem. Therefore, it is called a fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5.22 A person has no more power to change himself than to create himself. 4. Godliness is an extensive thing. It is a sacred leaven that spreads itself into the whole soul. The very God of peace sanctify you wholly. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 There is light in the understanding, order in the emotions, adaptability in the will, and excellence in the life. We do not call a dark shirt white because it has a white button. He who is good, only in some part, is not godly. Grace is called the new man. Colossians 3.10 Not a new eye or tongue, but a new man. 
He who is godly is good all over. Even though he is regenerate only in part, yet it is in every part. 5. Godliness is an intense thing. It does not lie in dead formality and indifference, but it is active and fervent, fervent in spirit. Romans 12:11. We call water hot when it is so in the third or fourth degree. He whose devotion is a flame is godly, and his heart boils over in holy devotion. 6. Godliness is a glorious thing. As the jewel is to the ring, so is piety to the soul, adorning it in God's eyes. Reason makes us men, and godliness makes us earthly angels. By it we are partakers of the divine nature. 2 Peter 1, 4 Godliness is closely related to glory, glory, and virtue. 2 Peter 1, 3 Godliness is glory in the seed, and glory is godliness in the flower. 7. Godliness is a permanent thing. Someone said that names and nicknames are given from one's habits or manner. We do not say that the person who blushes has reddish skin, but the one who is of a reddish complexion. 1 Samuel 17.42 A blush of godliness is not enough to distinguish a Christian, but godliness must be the nature and character of the soul. Godliness is a fixed thing. There is a great deal of difference between a stake in the hedge and a tree in the garden. A stake rots and decays, but a tree, having life in it, abides and flourishes. When godliness has taken root in the soul, it abides to eternity. His seed remaineth in him. 1 John 3, 9 When godliness is engraved in the heart by the Holy Spirit, as with the point of a diamond, it can never be erased.